Hello, and we're back again for the second episode of the first season of The Travel Guides, a podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. And we'll be your hosts. I'm Jay Cousteau. Some folks know me as Just GQ. And I'm here with my main man, International P. P, say what's up to the people. Hello, world. What's good? Uh, it's uh, International P here, checking in from uh, the beautiful California A, uh, Northern California to be specific. Y'all yeah, got the uh, good weather up there, too, huh? Oh, yes. And, uh, it's, it's beautiful this time of year. <laughs> I wish we could say the same uh, up here, man. That's what's up, man. So, uh, you got anything on your mind, man? What's going on? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I'm going to Ethiopia soon. Oh, man. Um, back to the motherland. Yeah, back to the motherland. Uh, back to East Africa to see uh, some of uh, my... Um, the young uh, East African girls, man. Yes, young <laughs> East African girl, you know, take it back to the homeland. You know, Habesha's got to represent. I love those Habesha women. What can I say? <laughs> and uh, the no funny part is my doctor's actually a Habesha. And, uh, he was talking to me the other, the other day when uh, he was giving me, uh, you know, checkups. He knew I was going. And he was uh, basically giving me all these advice and telling me, you know, I'm staying too short of a time. I need to stay longer. And. Um, you know, be careful out there because you know they—they, they, uh, I, I might you know find a uh, you know wife out there. It's like, oh, you know, <laughs> we'll see. He was like, no, they'll they'll love you out there because you're American as well. So find your you queen know, to be. Yeah, seriously, I might come back like the Princess Amunda or something, like, <laughs> Princess Diopia or something. But uh, hey, just out of curiosity, nice, man. Just uh, sorry to interrupt. Just out of curiosity, yeah. what kind of uh, what kind of vaccinations did you have to get? Uh, basically the common MMRS shots, uh, you know, that's the measles, uh, mumps, uh, you know, they, they recommend if you're not already up on your, uh, you know, technic shots. So, so I guess, I guess the, the basic, basic, I guess, shots that you would get growing up. Do they uh, give you a typhoid shot? Uh, I believe so. But yeah, that as well. And, and also a shot for a yellow fever. Okay. No and malaria uh, no, that's what the MMR, MMR shot is. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My fault. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. We, we're, we're speaking the same language. I'm just trying to use these acronyms, trying to be cool. But right, you really, I, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we both got a good little handle on it. But uh, but yeah. So I would say preparing for the preparing for the, the trip is is I would say it's not a lot of uh, you know vaccination that that I would have to take. So that was surprising to me as well. But the the key um, uh, suggestion that I was. Um, given was to not drink the water right like you know kind of stay away from the water and um some of the foods maybe stay, don't don't eat the fresh fruit because you know the fresh fruit is of the water as well so uh you, you highly recommend not not uh, not eating the fruit at all Any, anything kind of fresh not touching it so okay. uh he, he was kind of adamant about that um and we're staying in the the, the bole district uh b-o-l-e district um i believe i'm saying it right it's, Saying it right, and we're flying yeah, in the Bole, hottest Bole, uh, Bole. Ababa. Yeah, and um, is that Habiba? Yeah, Addis Ababa. Addis Ababa. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what that's what's on the uh, the group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. It's also organized as well, so uh, you know I, I'll see some similar things. Uh, that I see, you know, in a you know the United States. Not, well, not all, but some similar, you know, Westernized behavior. That I would see in the United States is, um, as well. So, that it, it, like I said, it's gonna be a good little trip. Staying, you know, like you know, a little over ten or you know, a little over ten days. So, That's getting a little experience. So, hopefully, you know, get this chance to. Uh, and I'm also going to a wedding, so I get a chance to experience some. Uh, 
Give them uh, culture nice, in there. Uh, Ethiopian culture for real. Right. Yeah. Yes, and this is this the culture. Yeah, the culture, the culture. That's really that's really kind of what I was going for, and uh, not trying to throw a, throw another uh, trip out there, but that's essentially why uh, you know trekking to Machu Picchu was uh, so important to me. Uh, was that you know I got to see you know not only you know. Cusco, Peru, but also Lima, Peru, that culture, Miraflores, like uh, a somewhat metropolitan, but as, as well as like old school culture, even the way that they were, they, they dress and the, the way they use the, the llama and um, the agriculture. And then then to kind of experience all these methods of transportation to take this hiker that's like, you know, two hours to get to the top of Huayupichu to get this beautiful view that I can see why some experts may call it or one of the seventh wonders of the world. I mean, it was breathtaking to say the least. Yeah, I believe it. And I mean, it, I mean, and I could also see why some people probably have almost killed themselves trying to take a selfie with that, with my issue, <laughs> the Inca, you know, buildings and ancient Inca, you know, set up in the, in the background. So, what they say? Selfies um, are more, uh, more lethal than kangaroo attacks, something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> it's something. What was that? Some like is a killer. More than sharks or something like that. Yeah, more than sh- yeah, that. That's believable. And yeah. It was, uh, there was some. Uh, it was speaking of. There was some um, instance where this kid. Uh, you know, he's kind of a daredevil from the UK. He was a. Uh, go. Uh, he went up some pyramid that people are not supposed to climb up and took a selfie up there, and he got kind of in trouble. But uh, ended up letting him go. He didn't. He ended up getting a wrist slap. But, but yeah, this this selfie is. This selfie game is ridiculous, and also you know kind of taking selfies and. Periscope and the Snapchat while driving. That's why I think it's more da- dangerous than texting while driving. Yeah, that's what you know. That's what Yeezy say. Uh, you know, that's why I need to put guardrails on my Holland Drive. <laughs> so, you know <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So speaking of Africa, man, um, there was one trip I know he was gonna go to together. Trying to make it an annual thing. Right, that right. was Coachella, man. Man, Coachella, <laughs> Coachella, Coachella. So yeah, I mean, I and. For the for the listeners out there, we us referenced our uh, Addis Abiba uh, group me that uh, we were a part of, and originally I was in on this on this trip back to the motherland because uh, I've definitely wanted to. My one of my goals for 2016 was to touch a new continent, um, which I I still plan on doing, uh, either Africa or Australia. But I was at a crossroads with my travel coming up and uh, a fork in the road as far as like time from work and then uh, balancing, you know, uh, work with travel with uh, vacation days and money and oh, all the God. things that play people. So with uh, Coachella, I have, uh, and I think it, it started with the lineup because the lineup this year was, <laughs> was in, it was okay. You know, last year it was, it was, they had Drake headlining the weekend, the weekend brought out yay. You know, they had, they had a, a ton of people there that were, uh, that were pretty, they were pretty dope. It was a great lineup, which is why you go to, and yay was not on the ticket. He came out thereafter, no, which no, is why you go not, to these festivals. Yeah. So exactly. I, I will just, uh, bottom line this is saying I I have conceded the loss to Coachella this year. I am fully trying to sell my tickets here uh, because I would like to go to the Governor's Ball in New York in which uh, Ye will be headlining there. Uh, for the people, I am a Kanye stand proudly amidst all of his shenanigans. I still rock ride for Ye, so uh, I'm definitely trying to go to that, but you know, it, it, it effectively uh, because of money tied up, eliminated me from the Africa trip, uh, which saddens me deeply. But 
that brings us to our topic of this podcast, which is music festivals and <laughs> how to navigate those. And all of this is part of the game. Um, we've been going to music festivals. What was the first one we went to, man? When was Coming Together Day, man? And then, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Coming Together Day. How did I forget about Coming Together Day? <laughs> Coming together, so, yeah, so, Park in Nashville. We got. I remember yeah. seeing the Nappy Roots and Ludacris. That's all I remember oh, yes. from that. So yeah, yes, that was the first festival, and um, yeah, that was probably one of the best, one of the best concerts we, we well, one of the best festivals outside because you know it was a peaceful time. Um, great food out there in Nashville, and mind you, Nashville's not known for barbecue. So I don't know what this KFC Nashville barbecue thing. Is. Yeah, that's, that's another subject, another <laughs> another day. But but um, but yeah, it was a great time, great music, and it was put on by Nights Q, which is the you know urban music station at the time in Nashville. Oh man, and um, I don't know, they used to do it every year. Then moved to Centennial Park, and so basically that, that was used to be our thing as well. It used to be an annual thing as well. So yeah. I mean, so so as you can see, ladies and gentlemen. We always try to go to one or two festivals or concerts together, you know, a year. As music and, lovers, audiophiles, yes. you know, it's it's a great it's a great time to to come together. We always, as we are, uh, as we've been spread across geographically, we always utilize these as like nice meeting points so that we can get together and have new experiences to one another. I think you referenced it before. Um, we kind of resurrected the uh, the annual trip to rock the bells in uh, Mountain View, just out of San Fran. Um, and that was when they had, that was a hip-hop focus festival. where But they had, like, all the acts that you should have gone to when you were 10 yeah. years old and your mama wouldn't let you. DMX, Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, they the locks. had Right, the locks. Like, all Currency, They had all of them uh, out there, man. They had the Common. Khalifa was still there. Common. They had all of them. Uh, you got mad bang for your buck. Uh, yeah, Wu Tang. Uh, what did it say? Scott, uh, you know, you had Scott Muscutty, Kid Cudi out there. Oh, J Cole. Uh, I mean, it was it was that, that was a ridiculous. I mean, they used to have some ridiculous acts. Yeah, uh, that was a good lineup. Honestly, that I mean, yeah, yeah the Easy Hologram when Bone when Bone yes, was out there. The Easy Hologram. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that. that was solid. Yeah, man. Yes, yeah, because Nas was there too. Oh yeah. So yeah, Nas. So yeah, these are all the acts that you know. Ten years ago, you you know, twenty years ago, you know, younger your parents probably wouldn't let you go see them, but now you can see them now. So this is beautiful. To see that, right? You can rectify yeah, the situation real nicely. But oh, it, most definitely, yeah. And they've got them. Um, they've got them spread across across the nation. So I mean, the big ones you hear a lot about uh, Coachella, Lollapalooza in Chicago, um, and and Coachella for those who don't know is 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 uh, just outside of L.A. in Palm Springs. Yeah, Palm Springs. Actually, a city, Palm Springs, but the uh, actual city where the uh, uh, polo grounds, because Coachella is actually held on a, at a uh, polo club. But basically, uh, that's where it's held at, and it's, uh, that is actually in Coachella, California, and then there's also that's Coachella, right. California. So don't, don't. I mean, I don't know what the what they were thinking of down that strip when they were naming cities. It was kind of random, it seems like. But basically, it's Palm Springs and uh, was it Palm Desert proper? So right. And that's a pretty and that's a pretty suburban or country club area. Uh, a lot of stars, you know, move. I mean, basically, the media income is pretty high, so a lot of people move out there to kind of move away from LA. That's like kind of like their vacation you know, house or something to kind of get away for the weekend or when they just go, you know, at like 45, 
minutes to an hour out. That's, that's Palm Springs, so it's, it's a beautiful place. Which is so contrary but, to the to the nature of Coachella because it's grimy, not grimy, but it's in a desert. Uh, it's desolate yeah, area. It's de- desolate. People yeah. got have bandanas tied around their you know faces yeah, so they're not yeah. inhaling all the all the dust that's flying around. But it's a carefree. Yeah. Uh, you know, fun-loving environment. A lot of people right. gather, uh, you know, together for the same purpose, and it's just a nice, a nice atmosphere here. But that's fairly consistent with with all of these. Um, and so, like Coachella gets Coachella gets a lot of the. I know uh, Maine America has gotten some some uh, a lot more pub because Beyonce is headlining, Jay-Z. and yeah, Jay Z is put on by Title and all that. Yeah, um, exactly. But there are a big sponsor too. Right, right. Yeah. But there's a lot of other hidden gems that are around uh, that you know may not uh, know about, like Rock the Bells, which is actually we found out no longer in existence, which was kind of sad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fork, RIP. Right. And it's ironic because we switched over from to Coachella the year after 2014. It's not like we knew that Rock the Bells was going to end. So I just right. Thought, Diversity of experience. <laughs> Exactly. Don't, don't, uh, don't forget to drop that line about Outside Lands as well. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Outside Lands is one of them. Hidden Gem. Um, yeah. if that where's that? That's in. That's in. Where is that? Golden Gate Park in uh, San Francisco, California. It is supposed to be the uh, a smaller equivalent to to uh, Coachella, but a nor- Northern California version. Oh, and, okay. Uh, that's what's up. Usually, you know, big acts because they're put down by the same kind of promotion or production companies. They kind when they hit these festivals, they kind of hit the. Outside Lands will be one of the big ones that they hit on the West Coast, or at least in California. And uh, the reason why Coachella's, you know, allure has been so big is because there is proximity to Los Angeles, and it was it was kind of started off as this hippie kind of, you know, it wasn't well publicized or commercialized, and now it's, I mean, it's, it's product placement everywhere. So right. that's an interesting way uh, to kind of look at it. And I mean, and, and also people ask, going back to the travel bias article. Huffington Post. How can you afford these expensive tickets? How can you afford to travel and go to these, you know, festivals? One because they're not in close proximity. That means a plane ticket. Right. Then that also means lodging. Then that also means actually the ticket for the actual venue. So, um, you know, we can kind of go into that. But um, you know, general admission for a typical festival probably be would be anywhere from three hundred to five hundred dollars, and you're looking at VIP. Anywhere close to seven hundred to you know a, a smooth two thousand dollars, depending on what festival and and the lineup. And so that's the other thing too. Even with Coachella, you buy your tickets in advance, but even without knowing who or what is going to be at the festival, yeah, I mean, you're buying <laughs> blindly. You're buying blindly, if, especially if you had tickets from the previous year, which was the predicament that personally that we were all in because you have first bid. So it's, it's a reduced price as well. So you get a break of about 50 bucks on the ticket. And then from that, you have the first right of refusal essentially, and you buy your tickets and then you have, um, but then they don't announce the lineup. You buy them immediately after the previous year's Coachella, and then you don't. They don't announce the lineup until yeah. about six to nine months thereafter. Um, and so then from there, you don't even get your tickets until about a month before the actual festival goes. So there are other means by which you can get um, the tickets. They have single day, uh, which are about a hundred bucks a day. One to one fifty, and then you have uh, three day passes that are from that three to five hundred uh, in that three to five hundred 
dollar range there. Um, and so what we want to do, and this is yeah. this is a good thing to touch on, when we are um, having these episodes and we're speaking, trying to give you the uh, the best way to complete these these trips, we're going to break it down, take you wire to wire, soup to nuts, from start to finish, break it down from the travel aspect, if there are tickets involved, the lodging, uh, the food, the drink, all of that, and then wrap it up very nicely into a nice total cost bow if you will for you so and then after that we'll give you the finesse's guide you know for the people who want to like you know who who are looking for the for the back door to slip in for the you know for the extra discount on something to to make it extra affordable (laughs) this is something that we do this is a life we live so we're going to try to try to help you out there as well oh yes most definitely we will so, I mean, from a travel aspect, you were talking about, um, you know, a lot of these are not in, are not necessarily, in, in, they're, they're not in the cities in which people live. So, like, Coachella outside of L.A., uh, but there's not, but the majority of people don't live in L.A., so that's a nope. flight to get to L.A. Uh, you look at, uh, you know, even even smaller festivals like Forecastle in Louisville or, um uh, the Hangout Fest that's in Gulf Shores, I believe. You have Alabama. to, yeah, you have to. There's a, there are flights and there's like expend. There's extensive. Um, there can be Traveling extensive travel, yeah. right? And nuanced travel. Like you, I bought a ticket last year to LAX from Chicago, and you actually let me know that that wasn't the best airport to fly in for Coachella, right? Yeah, exactly. Palm Springs probably would have been the best airport. Or uh, Ontario, because that's in Riverside County, which is like two hours, well, not, not two hours, but an hour, 45 minutes away from Palm Springs and in, in, in Coachella Valley, uh, uh, Coachella Valley, California. So uh, so LAX would be closer to downtown Eaglewood, so that kind of will push you in, you know, two to three hours worth of traffic right. that you probably wouldn't ha- have if you, and, and also that depends on the time of day, too. But I would say any LAX and downtown LA, I mean, there's traffic all the time. I mean, that's, so, so I guess with that tidbit, if, if he hadn't have known that, or if I hadn't have known that, I mean, that would have added more unexpected travel time and meetup time to and pretty much delaying some events that probably you know we wanted to kind of do together i guess so absolutely um, and so you have those types of but then it's it's trade-offs in it as well like i could have flown into lax for cheaper but had less travel time and been able to enjoy more of the experiences or i could have spent an extra hundred bucks to fly closer and then uh have more time there see all the acts um that i wanted to see so well, I mean, I mean, well, you got to look at it this way: like uh, the Palm Springs Airport isn't as big as LAX, so it's not a major. Right, it's so you're going to get cheaper, cheaper tickets to the to the major hubs. When you when you start going to these, you know, uh, smaller cities, like even Made in America, like the best airport to fly into, we would think common sense would be Philadelphia. Well, yeah. there's the, there's also a, a New Jersey airport that probably would be just just as efficient. You probably could find a cheaper, better ticket. Huh. So. Uh, you know, just because of the proximity between Philadelphia and New Jersey, like people, you just you, you just got to think about stuff like that. Then you know, Washington, of course, you got you have Baltimore's airport. Then you have the Dallas airport in Virginia, and then you have the the, the DC uh, you know a, uh, airport, which is in you know the district proper. So that's three airport options within you know a, a good range. But mind you, Dallas and Virginia—that's the farthest one out. That's probably going to be like probably an hour away from DC. So. 
if you didn't know that, you're just thinking, oh, I'm going to get there. I'm gonna, I can do everything I want. That's not going to work. And then keep in mind, BWI in Baltimore, that's 45 minutes. So, you know, if you're trying to, like, you know, get, you know, you know, fly into the city and party at night and you're not really trying to have any downtime, your best bet is trying to fly to DC, DCA. But now, what's the, uh, what's festivals in, is in DC, though? Um, uh, I know Trilectro is there. Trill, yeah, Tr- Trill Electro. That's what I was gonna say. Trill Electro, but that's usually in like I think August or September time frame. Right. And uh, that's that's a little kind of outside event. I believe they had that near the Washington Redskins Stadium, uh, near, okay. near their stadium or something. Yeah, I, I'm not so, sure. To be really yeah. honest. Yeah, but it, but it, it, that's pretty. That's like a, a pretty good lineup as well, and. um they, and, and during that time, they also have, uh, I think, Grits and, uh, excuse me, Grits, Grits and, and Biscuits. Biscuits Party, too, to go along with it. That I don't right. know if you guys heard about those those parties as well. Oh, man. But yeah, those go up majorly. Yeah, so. It says I Columbia, Maryland. Yeah, yeah, Columbia, Maryland. So, for um, now, from a uh, from a lodging standpoint, man, that, that can offer some nuances there because I know we spoke in our first episode about uh, minimum required accommodations and how those can differ with the people that you're traveling with whom you're traveling. Um, and I know Coachella introduced a, a new level of cheapness for convenience, uh, or cost for convenience. We'll, we'll call it in car camping as opposed to staying in a hotel, looking for an Airbnb there. Yes, it did. But we did not do that. <laughs> yeah, let me let me let me go ahead and underline that. Like I am all about, you know, saving and, you know, um, conserving the almighty dollar. Right. Yeah, let me let me make that clear. But um I do not like waiting in line for a public outside shower. That is just such a turn <laughs> off to me. Like, you know, like <laughs> it might be a turn on to somebody else though. You never know. Yeah, it might be somebody that that I don't know. Like I just I I I've come come too far, I guess. To guess, I would say, and uh, plus, like I said, you gonna be out there in all that dusty, like you got all that dust and dirt. It, it, like for us, it was better because we stayed at the hotel. Um, I think it was with the Hilton, and there. the shuttle picked um, up from there too. And the shuttle, yeah, the shuttle picked us up right in the parking lot. So it was like we just walked like literally ten steps from the front, uh, from the front of the hotel lobby. Um, There's a lot of uh, talent, meaning there was a lot of attractive um, young ladies or you know, <laughs> people there, I guess. Uh, and the hotel staff is accommodating, and you know, you get you know, the rooms are night, so you know, uh, but that was also a plus. It was a wonderful pool, and it was a wonderful balcony, so uh, that's the plus to me. Not, yeah, not saying nice. anything about car camping, you know, it, it can be rough sometimes traveling in groups, you know, as far from a getting on your nerves standpoint. So, you want to make sure it's always <laughs> this is just a general rule of thumb. You want to make sure that somebody that you mesh with, we have a popular saying that when you go on a trip with someone, you either come back best friends or worst enemies. There's really not much in between on that. Mm. Um, you, that is a fact. Yeah, they that will bring you closer. Fact. You all will not be rocking with each other <laughs> like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seriously, that so, saying is so absurd. It's true. When we went, we had four, we had four guys with us. And, um, and that was, that was cool. It was, we had, you know, we were able to make it work from, um, uh, a sleeping standpoint, then the cost that cut, it obviously cut the cost in quarters, which is always nice. Um, and then you have everybody in a centralized location so we could move together when we needed to go, when we were going to the festival, uh, we're going to eat when we're doing whatever, what have you. So, um, it, that poses a lot of benefits 
from a, especially when you go to Coachella, which is, I would venture to say, one of the more expensive uh, festivals, that anytime you can cut costs, uh, you know, that helps. Easy to go when you've got, got a good group of people that mesh well. There's also, there's always good benefits. And um, every person, I guess, every fourth or quarter of the group brought something um, unique to the table. So, you got to make sure your um, team is complete. Yeah, 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 and not nobody's gonna be kind of penny pinching or or uh, things of that nature. And so, so, so this is what I, this is another thing I would say. This is the great, the, the better point. So, when you travel, you have to know the personality of the person you're traveling with, even if it's just the two of you, you all, uh, before you travel, so that you, one, you have a comfort level, and two, you feel safe. But three, and three. They cover their end of the bargain, right. and I mean financially. Like, you know, some people make sure that money's right. Yeah, some people come on the trip like I'll pay you. Oh, I paid the end or whatnot. Next thing you know, they're like, oh, my, all my money's gone, and then you're like, hold on, where's, I can't put this on my credit card. Well, hold on now. Like so, don't, when you're splitting, make sure you, you, you when you're allotting money and splitting trips down the middle. Make it, make sure the money gets allotted, agreed upon. And, and hashed out prior to you all people getting on the flights or whatever. So there's no confusion over that via PayPal or Venmo or, or the money app. There should be no excuse on that. Like you can even transfer via text now with uh, right. Marco. So and Venmo um, so easy, man. I mean, I was yes. I resisted Venmo for the longest because I'm a PayPal loyalist. But bro, when I had <laughs> when man, they had Venmo. And the first time I was like, "This is so easy. I don't, you don't have to worry about any routing numbers, no, no. account numbers, none of the mm-hmm. things that make transferring money between friends, colleagues, somebody so you personal. owe you, right? So yes, personal. yeah. It's like it's just so easy, man. I mean, from a yeah. dollar to a thousand dollars, it matters yes. not. It makes it super easy, man. And and major, major key, yeah. real quick, when you have uh, it just just another rule of thumb when you're partying for days on end like you may be at a uh, at a festival or at a at Mardi Gras of some sort or something crazy always keep your vitamin. Keep a multivitamin yes. with you. Keep you from getting sick. Keep your nutrition on point. It just is a general help. Uh, and this is something that everybody should follow because it will keep you from getting sick and being able to function when you're back at work the next week. Yeah, so stay hydrated. Absolutely. Lots of beverages. Stay thirsty, my friends. You touched on something, uh, the food and drink uh, uh, aspect a little bit, and then then I spoke about the multivitamin. Um, How much would you say you need would be a good amount to allow for food and drink? I'm going to say a three-day period. Just to be on the safe side, I would say, like, per person, I would say $120 just because – Everything at the when you're eating at the festival, you, you gotta add like another ten ten dollars to it because like when you're when you're eating at a stadium or arena, everything's gonna be high priced because it's, it's a monopoly. Like they know you can't go anywhere else to eat, get any food. Like you, you right. know, at the concerts, so they can charge whatever they want. Got a captive audience. Yeah, you gotta cap this. So like capitalizing. I mean, even water refills of water will cost like what two three dollars. Something, something like that. crazy. So, yeah, and that's what you're, and that's if you had your own bottle. So. Like it's it's it's, it's, it's it, like I said, it's turned into more of a product placement and capitalize at after every 
medium possible. Like, you know, pretty soon the bathrooms in, we try to fit the bathrooms. <laughs> and see, you touched on a great, a great yeah. thing there as well. Like, I'm a, I, I was going to say uh, 200, so just to be on the safe side, but that, I think that 120 no, to 200, two, yeah. that's like, that's, yeah. that's perfect. And you can that's alleviate perfect, some of the, some of the pain uh, by being proactive and planning ahead and packing snacks the accordingly granola bars pop tarts pringles chips and and even oatmeal that to eat at the hotel before you go or while you're there um because that's all you need is water and it's some hot water and um and then i'm personally uh timmy two flasks pretty much everywhere i go so (laughs) i fully believe in having the bottles uh, buying two bottles for forty yes. bucks total, as opposed to paying ten dollars for a beer or fifteen dollars for, you know, a mixed drink or something to that effect. Get your two, get your two, uh, get your handle for cheap, or get your two fists of the, you know, the drink of your choice, and yeah. get you some flasks, load those things up, and enjoy life for cheap, because that yeah. is is a major key. Oh, I was gonna say that uh, besides you know, loading up your own drink, uh, going back to what we ate, we we what we try to do is eat IHOP. Uh, aside from having you know breakfast at the hotel, uh, is have you know IHOP uh, if we kind of woke up late later in the day. Get you that nine dollar Colorado omelet. Yeah, so that, that, that kind of and it was within like was like five like a, what ten? It was like everything we wanted to do was within 10, 15 minutes, like walking distance yeah. or and or driving, or maybe less than that if we actually drove. Very true. So. We, we, we kind of were in the best shape. Um, the shuttle ride was like, what, 40, 40, 45 minutes? That's just because the traffic, like, because all the buses are kind of going to this one place at all at the same time. Right. But we didn't really have any problems, you know. Um, like, like I said, it, it, it's, it's something that I think that uh, everybody should experience, you know, once or twice in their, in their lifetime. Um, you know, my, my goal is to experience a festival like this in another country for all of us together. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, that'd be super You know, cool. we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But um, so total cost, total cost. Yeah. We're thinking we said three to five hundred for for the ticket for a general admission. If you if you uh, a half a fella or a lady, you know you can get that VIP <laughs> ticket and spend in the four in the quadruple digits for travel about two to three hundred, and then uh, you know lodging if you're traveling with a friend two hundred if you're traveling with Four, if it's a party of four, you're probably looking at one to one fifty, depending on where you're staying. Food and drink, one to uh, you know one fifty to two hundred. You're looking at a total cost of about anywhere from eight hundred to twelve hundred, depending on how where you want to cut corners and and mitigate the amount that you that you have to spend. So all in all, not a huge undertaking. Um, mm-hmm. especially when you parse it out over time. Now I can understand if this was, you know, I definitely would not sneeze at dropping 800 at one specific time, but in all reality, you are going to have the chance to save and spend over several months. So it could definitely work out right in your favor. It's a man, a manageable trip. I would say. Yeah. Just, just to uh, reiterate the manage the management part, uh, these festivals, people plan, uh, a year in advance. So, right. you know, as we speak, people are planning for Coachella 2017 right now. Absolutely. You know, what potential date is actually following on? Not saving up their money 
or and uh, kind of looking at you know their travel or how they're going to arrange their schedule because there's, there's not only a lot of um, people or, uh, from America that come to this this festival some of these festivals across the U.S. but it's also a lot of people internationally because 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 they appreciate the music so you got a lot of people from the UK or Australia I mean there's a lot of, there's always a lot of accents you'll hear in the crowd and uh, it's really interesting to see how they hear about Coachella or why they want to come to Coachella and they don't even actually experience LA they just experience like Coachella and then kind of go to some other place in New York or this Coachella maybe the last stop you know on their you know tour of the US or, or etc so it's 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 interesting to see d- different demographics that like to hear uh, these different uh, you know genres of music and art forms as well as you know look at this product placement and you get to meet interesting people as well. So um, it's definitely yeah, a culture aspect. Yeah, it's a culture too. Yeah, absolutely. So moving into the uh, you know the finesse's guide, uh, you know International P and I both try to. We come from a from a line of long line of finesse's, and we try <laughs> to uh, <laughs> try upstanding, to upstanding. right upstanding standing finesse's. Uh, but try to finagle that bagel when it is appropriate there. So we have a couple, a few things to touch on here that uh, are easily implementable, if you will, ideas that you can put into your travel plans uh, when you're attending these music festivals that you will see people already doing, but uh, you can do them better. So uh, <laughs> first on the first on the agenda is the evolution of, of the tickets and reusing the band. We have I mentioned that, um, you know, we're in we're in a pinch as far as selling Coachella tickets. That is one of the uh, areas that you can come up uh, is selling is on the resale. So I am personally selling mine at face value, but there are people who will sell Coachella tickets for double what they paid for and and you know, obviously make a profit on that. So that is, that's one way you can sell them, uh, earlier on like a, a stub hub or even, you know, as basic as on the Coachella Instagram comments. Yeah. Yeah. You can sell yeah. them there. Have Vivid tickets as well. Slide in your DM. What'd you say? I said, Oh, sorry. Vivid tickets as well. Vivid tickets. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Vivid, Vivid tickets as well. Ticketmaster. And uh, you know, don't do not sleep on Craigslist. Yeah, Craigslist. <laughs> everybody's selling everything on theirs. So yeah, Craigslist can up. be the real MVP sometimes. Yeah, uh, Twitter and, the, and IG, IG. Yeah, <laughs> social media is making it go around. And then um, one of the things that we've noticed is they used to have um, uh, hard tickets, and then they had bands that similar to what you would get at a bar or a club where they would just stick on the other end and now they've moved to these bracelets that are cloth they can be keepsakes but they're much more upper echelon type of bands that you have to pull up um and so they make them very hard to get off um but <laughs> we have found we have found a way to get them there off. There is a way, right? Where so, there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. So, with the help of YouTube, uh, we learned that if you twist the, but so if you have the bracelet on your wrist and you pull the excess slack, you twist it super tight all the way until you can't anymore. You can pull the black plastic piece that's the fastener. You can just pull it down and loosen it up on your wrist, slip it off. And then 
share with a friend or if somebody wanted to buy it off you they could do that and depending on if it's if there's a what the entry looks like if it's a turnstile entry or if uh or if it's just open then they may be able to work their way on in there and you may make a little extra money or you may come up on some extra money it just depends exactly i mean that's the that's the way to do it and uh if you go back in uh, using uh someone else's wristband and um, you go past turnstile, the security says, hey, hold on. He says you've already been in here. You can say, look, as you can see, I'm coming in here for my first time. Uh, I, I have not been in here. Basically, I'm trying to say is just, you're pretty, pretty confident and adamant that, that, you, that you didn't, um, that they're, they're trying to come at you. They'll just, somebody who's pretty naive will be like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll fix it or keep going through. Like, right. They're not going to pay attention that hard. They're not going to be busting you real hard. If you believe, um, also, they believe. Yeah. Yeah, that you believe they believe. Also, there's there's gonna be some security guard, someone working the event who is trying to make more than what he's making. <laughs> Very per true. Hour. Very true. Okay. Very he's, true. He's trying to he's trying to make more than his his wage. Okay. So you'll get you'll be walking towards the event. You'll hear a whisper. Hey, like hey, come over hey, here. Come over here. <laughs> Like I'll get you in for fifty. You got fifty bucks, or oh, oh, you got fifty. Hey, I'll get you in for fifty. Or he may say, oh, I'll get you in for a hundred. If you got a hundred right here, I'll get you for a hundred. And you'll see that some somebody will be like, they'll actually pay a hundred. Or you can just be real smart and say, oh, all I have is a four or twenty on me. Okay, whatever, you can go in. You know, so so just make it real quick. So you know, cash is king. Yes, yes. Keep your head in the swivel. Walk with confidence. <laughs> Do not look down. Please do not look down. It's very do not true. make faces. And you will need sunglasses on there so people can, will not be able to read your eyes at all. So, uh, let that work to your favor. <laughs> you got to make it work. You got to make it work. That is an awesome, awesome yeah. tip. Um, got to make it work. Yeah. From the food and drink standpoint, we talked about that earlier. If you utilize your backpack and make sure that you are... Uh, the ones that have the secret compartments within there, you utilize those just to avoid problems at the door. I know we had at Rock the Bells, we had a problem with the camera. I had an SLR camera. We were trying to get that in there. We had to, we had to go ahead and put that in crooks and crevices in the outfits to get that in there. Um, so utilize the secret compartments within the backpacks, but for the food and the drink, it will make for a much cheaper day and more consistent fun. Well, let me add something about the backpacks. You will need, uh, because the weather may change, it might be hot earlier in the day and it may be cooler in the night. So it might be wise to have a extra, you know, longer t-shirt or sweatshirt, hoodie, etc., And then to have a blanket of some sort um, maybe some, maybe maybe not for everyone, but something to kind of you know lay down on or, or sit down on, on the grass because it's it's like I said, it's dusty and dirty, and uh, you might not want to wear your best shoes out there too. Right. And so you if you can take that from the hotel, right? You can take that, yeah, no jays, no jays on. Yeah. But you could also take it from the uh, from the hotel. You take that, that they always have an extra comforter, or extra sheet, or something like that, or towels or whatever. But that can be hotel sponsored. Well. Yeah, yeah, the hotel. I think the hotel probably already knows they're carrying the, the towels to the Coachella. So we hope y'all found this 
episode to be informative and helpful, and hopefully it inspired you a little bit to, you know, attack one of these musical festivals and uh, get you some good music, enjoy some good people, enjoy some good atmosphere here. As we stated before, International P and myself, normal guys, work nine to five jobs, have the same obligations as the, as most of you, but we just want to offer alternative ways to maneuver around the hurdles that you know, we as young professionals encounter uh, en route to uh, traveling and seeing the world and experiencing the United States as much as we can. Exactly. Uh, this is uh, International Peace signing off. Uh, my IG and a Snapchat are at Y-E-S-S-U-R-O-7. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> And you can find me at GQ50 on Instagram and Twitter and just GQ50 on Snapchat. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in to the second episode of The Travel Guides. And just remember, your next trip is just a click away. Happy exploring.